0: Hello, my name is Ferryn Glenfield, I'm the Church of Ireland Bishop of Kilmore Elphin and Ardagh. It's a new year, but we find ourselves once again in lockdown. This is the third time of asking. Our lives are largely limited to our homes and so much that we take for granted has been closed. Shops, offices, schools and indeed churches. I'm speaking to you from my garden, and in these winter months we have a bird table um, where we put seeds uh, and the birds feed themselves from this table liberally uh, in these hard winter days. I trust and pray that as you join us in these online services, that you too would be fed and nourished by the Word of God. And that as we praise online that our hearts would be lifted up and be inspired for hope for today, And for the future and that we pray pray earnestly and seek God's face for our people our church our land and the world in these challenging and demanding days so do join us I know these services are watched both near and far and you're very welcome to these services thank you for joining us
1: Lord, I come to you Let my heart be changed Renewed Flowing from the grace That I find in you Lord, I've come to know The weaknesses I see stripped away by the power of your love
2: second Sunday before Lent, you're welcome to our joint diocesan service delivered by Bell Turbot, Cavan and Kilmore groups of parishes. I'm Nigel Crossy, the Dean of Kilmore, and you're welcome here to St Patrick's Church, Ballin Temple, for our morning service. Our opening hymn is from Thanks and Praise, number 64, In Christ Alone.
1: In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid grind, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace when fears are still when striving cease, my comforter, my all in all here in the love of Christ I'll stand. On Him was laid, here in the death of Christ I'll live There in the ground His body lay Light of the world by darkness slain Then bursting forth in glorious day Up from the grave He rose again And as He stands in victory Sin's curse has lost its grip on me For I am His and He is mine Bought with the precious blood of Christ The power of Christ in me From life's first cry to final breath Jesus commands my destiny No power of hell, no scheme of man Can ever pluck me from his hand Till he returns or calls me home Here in the power of Christ, I'll stand.
2: We begin with a sentence from Scripture. Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Beloved in Christ, we come together to offer to Almighty God our worship and praise and thanksgiving to confess our sins and to receive god's forgiveness to hear his holy word proclaimed to bring before him our needs and the needs of the world and to pray that in the power of his spirit we may serve him and know the greatness of his love but first let us confess our sins to god our father heavenly father we have sinned against you and against our neighbor in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, by what we have done and by what we have failed to do, we are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in unison of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy on you. Pardon and deliver you from all your sins. Confirm and strengthen your all-goodness, and keep you in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips. And I will proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us.
3: O Lord, make haste to help us.
2: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. We say our canticle, the benighting. O come, let us sing unto the Lord, let us shout and triumph to the rock of our salvation that has come before his face for thanksgiving, and cry out to him joyfully in psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, and the peaks of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, and he made it, his hands molded dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, we are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Today, if only you would hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the wilderness. When your forebears tested me, put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long I loathed that generation and said, It is a people who err in their hearts, for they do not know my ways. Of whom I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Our readings this morning are those
4: prescribed for the second Sunday before Lent, year B the second option. Our Old Testament reading is from the prophecy of Hosea, chapter 2, beginning at verse 14. The Lord says this concerning Israel, his people. I will now persuade her and bring her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her From there I will give her her vineyards and make the valley of Acre a door of hope. There she shall respond as in the days of her youth, as at the time when she came out of the land of Egypt. On that day, says the Lord, you will call me my husband and no longer will you call me my Baal. For I will remove the names of the bales from her mouth, and they shall be mentioned by name no more. I will make for you a covenant on that day with the wild animals, and the birds of the air, and the creeping things of the ground, And I will abolish the bow, the sword, and war from the land. And I will make you lie down in safety. And I will take you for my wife forever.
5: I will take you for my wife in
4: righteousness and justice, in steadfast love and in mercy. I will take you for my wife in faithfulness and you shall know the lord
2: this is the word of the lord thanks be to god our psalm for this morning is psalm 103 verses 1 to 13 which we say together bless the lord o my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name bless the lord o my soul And forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your infirmities, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with faithful love and compassion, who satisfies you with good things, so that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all who are oppressed. He made his ways known to Moses and his works to the children of Israel. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, slow to anger and of great kindness. He will not always accuse us, neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickedness. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy upon those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he set our sins from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so is the Lord merciful towards those who fear him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Hear the Gospel of our Saviour Christ
4: according to St Mark in the second chapter, beginning at the thirteenth verse. Jesus went out again beside the lake. The whole crowd gathered around him, and he taught them. As he was walking along, he saw Levi, son of Alpheus, sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, follow me, and he got up and followed him. As he sat at dinner in Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were also sitting with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the scribes of the Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they said to the disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard this, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Now, John's disciples And the Pharisees were fasting. And people came and said to him, Why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast? But your disciples do not fast. Jesus said to them, The wedding guests cannot fast while the bridegroom is with them, can they? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast on that day. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old cloak, otherwise the patch pulls away from it, the new from the old, and the worst care is made. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost, and so are the skins. But one puts new wine into fresh wineskins. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Day by day, dear Lord, three things of you we pray, that we may see you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly, day by day. Amen. Zeke Ziegler was one of a family of 12, and was born
5: in the southern
4: state of Alabama. He left school at a young age and went to work as a salesman selling kitchenware. He served in the army during the Second World War but without distinguishing himself in any way. His first book, See You at the Top, was refused forty times before he eventually found a publisher. And yet, despite all these failures, Ziegler went on to become one of the greatest of all motivational speakers. Those people who address meetings of politicians or team players in order to inspire them to greater things. Chelsea Football Club needs such a person at this time. seeker has given us a number of very quotable sayings. He used to say the best way to get what we want out of life is to help others to get what they want. There are no traffic jams on the extra mile and failure is a detour and not a dead end. Perhaps my favourite of all his quotations is very relevant to our gospel reading today. He says, The first step to resolving a problem is to recognise that it exists. I know it speaks to me because I seem to spend my life in a state of denial. I keep postponing getting my eyes tested, convincing myself that print is getting smaller, rather than my eyesight deteriorating. When I'm driving, if I hear an unusual noise coming from under the bonnet, I tend to turn the radio up louder so that i'm no longer able to hear it our gospel reading today comes from saint mark's gospel and it tells us how jesus called levi known as matthew in the other gospels to follow him now Levi was a tax collector by profession, and so he would have been regarded at best as unscrupulous, and at worst as downright dishonest by many of the respectable people around him. But that didn't deter Jesus from proceeding to his home and sitting down with a number of people who would have been seen as social outcasts. Now, when the Pharisees, who set themselves up as religious and moral watchdogs, heard about what Jesus had done, They were very critical of him but jesus said to them those who are well do not need a doctor but those who are sick i have not come to call the righteous but sinners and in those words which really lie at the heart of the gospel we can learn a number of lessons our first lesson is that Jesus himself is that doctor who is able to meet not only people's physical needs but also their spiritual needs and with regard to spiritual needs He clearly associates sickness with sinfulness and health with righteous living. Sinfulness damages our healthy relationship with God, just as disease damages our bodies. It is what Jesus achieved for us on the cross when he died to take away the consequences of our sins and rose again so that we might be raised to new life in him. That is the source of our healing and hope today. Now, some sicknesses can be cured by a close relative, donating bone marrow or even a vital organ like a kidney to a member of his family. The motivation is one of love and a deep desire to help someone who is dear to him. Jesus demonstrates his love to us in laying down his life for the whole of sinful humanity. Which is why Levi and his friends welcomed Jesus into their home. They realized that they had a problem and they wanted to do something about it. They recognised that they were spiritually far from being well and that they needed healing. And they knew that Jesus was the one who could rescue them. And that of course is the first step in our understanding what the Christian faith is all about today. We all have a problem. And it's only when we can face up to it that there is any hope for us in resolving it. No matter how good we think that we are, No matter how well we feel we live our lives, we all, every one of us, fall so far short of God's glory and stand in desperate need of a saviour. We are all spiritually far from being well and we need a healer. And the good news is, that in Christ, we find everything we need. Whereas the Pharisees, who reckoned that they lived life in the way that God wanted them to live, and felt that they were in a position to judge other people, They could see that they had no problem and so they could do nothing about it. And rather like me with my glasses or my lack of glasses, their condition was one of spiritual blindness. They were unable to see their need of Jesus or the salvation that he offers. And sadly there are none so blind. As those who will not see. Which is why Jesus tells us that He came to call not the righteous but sinners. The Pharisees and their likes were unable to see their need of a doctor. And that's something we need to be on our guard of today we can also easily fall into the trap of claiming the moral high ground, of looking down on other people who we feel fail to live up to the standards that we expect of them. Self-righteousness. Spiritual pride is every bit as much alive as it was in the days of our Lord, whereas the good news is that the first step, the only step to experiencing God's mercy is just to admit our need of it. We can leave the rest to him. A number of years ago, I read a biography of John Newton, former slave trader, degenerate, and blasphemer, who became, by the grace of God, a convert, and later a clergyman, and the composer of many of our favourite hymns, including Amazing Grace, and how sweet the name of Jesus' sounds. And I always remember his last words. On his deathbed he said, my memory is almost gone, but two things I remember, that I am a great sinner, and that Christ is a great savior. And so we pray for ourselves today. Heavenly Father, we confess that we have sinned against you and are no longer worthy to be called your children. And yet we know that you still love us and that your love, though totally undeserved, is unfailing and unending. Have mercy upon us. Forgive all that is past. Grant us true repentance, cleanse and renew our hearts, so that we may be able to rise above every weakness to the strength of our Saviour, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We now sing the hymn, I the Lord of Sea and Sky.
2: The resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Christ, Christ, Christ. have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And we say together the prayer which our Lord Himself has taught us Our Father, who art in heaven, Amen. hallowed be thy name. O Lord, guide and defend our willers and grant our government wisdom. Let your ministers be clothed with righteousness and let your servants shout for joy. O Lord, save your people and bless those whom you have chosen. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and let your glory be over all the earth. O God, may clean our hearts within us and renew us by your Holy Spirit.
5: We call it for today, the second Sunday before Lent. Almighty God, you have created the heavens and the earth and made us in your own image. Teach us to discern your hands in all your works, and your likeness in all your children, that through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit reign supreme over all things, now and forever. Amen. We're going to join together and say the first and second colleagues for morning prayer. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life, and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your protection, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and ever-living God, we give you thanks for bringing us safely to this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger, and in all things guide us to know and do your will, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So we continue in prayer. Lord, as we come to you in prayer, we thank you for the assurance that you are present with us now, wherever we are we thank you that we do not have to seek your presence and that we are daily living in it. Lord, make us aware of your presence. Make your presence real to us and help us in these moments of prayer to know that we are speaking to one who is near, whose love is around us, and who knows our every need. And we ask it through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. As we continue to live in very different circumstances than we've been used to, so we pray. Eternal God, we rejoice in your promise that as our day is, so shall our strength be. Lord, we ask you for help for all those who are wearied with lockdown. In your strength, may they find courage and peace. And in their solitude, may they learn more of your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We remember, Lord, the slenderness of the thread which separates life from death, and the suddenness with which it can be broken. We thank you that you are on both sides of that division, surrounding us with your love. We pray for those who are sick, those whom we name in the silence of our hearts. Lord, we ask you to bring healing to them, if it may be your will. Lord, we do pray for those who have lost loved ones. Be close to them, Lord. Carry them when they need to be carried. Hold them close. Give them your peace. Amen. Lord no matter what life is like for each of us we do have so much to be thankful for. We thank you for the roof over our heads. We thank you for the family that we love. We thank you for the food that is on our tables. For the shoes on our feet for the bit of money in our pockets we thank you that as the world cocoons underground life is beginning to stir as nature hatches its new plans we pray that as nature comes to life you will awaken our ability to see our many blessings all around us. So Lord, we ask you to warm our hearts and to kindle our hope for joys to come and give us thankful hearts. Amen. And now in a time of silence, we talk to God ourselves. We bring to him all our hopes, all our plans, all our fears and we place them in his hands, and we leave them in his hands. So, Lord, we do say thank you for your love. A love that brought you to the cross. A love that took on our sins. A love that opened the gate of heaven for all who believe. Lord, thank you. Amen. We join together and sing our final hymn, Our Heart is Filled with Thankfulness.
1: My heart is filled with thankfulness to him who And gave me life again Who crushed my curse of sinfulness And clothed me with his life And wrote his law of righteousness My weaknesses with strength and causes fear to fly Whose every promise is enough for every step I take Sustaining me with arms of love and crowning me with grace Is filled with thankfulness to him who reigns above whose wisdom is my perfect peace whose every thought is love for every day
2: revealed to you that your lives may be a light to the world the blessing of God Almighty the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always Amen. go in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Christ amen